This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. CrowdCow, the marketplace for high-quality craft beef and meats from ranches around the world. Save $15 off your first box with code MMA15. Nectar Sleep, the last mattress you'll ever need. Get free sheets, mattress protector, and pillow with code GWFIT. Bulletproof coffee. Power your mind, fuel your body, and unleash your limitless potential. Save 20% off with code BPMMA20. Defense soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMANUTS to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMANUTS, episode 587. 587! My name is Ingo Weigel. Now, I'm going to show by my fans, for my fans, walk the line between serious... And ridiculous. What's happening? What are you drinking? A little red vino. There you go. Out of a can? <laughs> no, it's what the fuck like, is this? This is one of these like myrrh keep cool cups. So it keeps oh, it kind of like fancy. like I, like it. I, I don't know. It was a gift from this company, whoever that yeah, is. Yeah, there's something about that where you're drinking out of like the metal. Keeps it it's, it keeps it like cooler. cooler this is one of those like where you can hotter. put ice ice cubes in it and it'll stay cool for like days or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's the same with the the, the hot liquids, right? Or if you put yeah. a hot liquid in that fucker mm-hmm. versus the good. ceramic. Yep. Uh can we can we talk about the bears really quick? I know <laughs> thank you. I'm waiting. <laughs> so so I didn't even tell you this, but I forgot. Yeah. Um um uh my girlfriend's dad took us to the games Sunday. And oh, that was fun. that was that was the first time I've ever been to a Bears game. I went to a bunch of Lions games and stuff, and we did mm-hmm. the whole. It was just him and I and the two the two boys, you know. Um, so it was like we went tailgating with some of his friends, and they got to see that. And it's like a nice, fun experience. I think Bears fans are pretty cool. Like this seems like everyone's pretty respectful. Yeah, I would imagine right? that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just being there was really fun because you get to feel the energy, but man, I got to tell you, like, I don't think our team can win with what we're doing. I I think you got a quarterback who thinks he's a running back is incredibly athletic, cannot pass very well though. He made well, a bunch I don't of... think that's his problem. I think it's his receivers keep dropping the balls that in, in the winning no, drives. He, has, he has no, he has no protection. Um, right. But he makes plays. I mean, he's definitely, he had a, 70 67 yard like run for a touchdown mm-hmm. he blew through like some cornerback and you know basically took yeah. his stole his soul on the goal line yeah i just see through. this like <laughs> it reminded me of uh what the fuck was it the original superman when that that goofy fucker doesn't realize he can't fly anymore the villain oh, yeah. they goes he's to like, jump uh, oh. yeah oh the good point yeah so um it just it just seems like the way we have no defense obviously like none yeah. zero and we make all the quarterbacks look good on the other team mm-hmm. so i th- i think i agree with your assessment last year there's uh, last week there's progress but if you i'm gonna give him another year i think he's incredibly talented but that guy needs to stay in the pocket more and pass the ball i don't think running around is good for his health and i don't think he's not getting everybody involved as much as he should either so i'm, well, I'm, give, a... I'm giving him a little flack you know i i'm just saying I think he needs to run the ball because he's, they already said he's r- rushed for the most yards. I think ever as a quarterback, he's already beaten records of other quarterbacks that have run and the bears are just, they're rushing all over. Just, I'm just looking at it based on, he doesn't have jack shit for help. Like you look at no. who his offensive line is, they're trash. who his receivers are like, yes, they just picked up a legitimate potential yeah. number one receiver. And they're going to have, I think, 125 million to spend in the offseason. So they've just cut the roster down so far that, like, you can, and if they still finish with a shitty record, they're going to have a high draft pick. And based on who they drafted this past draft, they did a pretty decent job of bringing some guys in. Not everyone's going to hit, but I'm excited for next year because then you like everyone's got a year under their belt. We've got a fuck ton of money. You have the most money available to any other fucking team out there. And if they make the right drafts and trade for the right people or just pick up whoever's a free agent that we need, 
They're going to be a force. I think he's the right quarterback. He's definitely he, a franchise quarterback. Yes. And I, I didn't say this, but our number 57, I think Sanborn is his last mm-hmm. name on the defense. That guy reminds me of young Brian Urlacher. He is in every play. I mean, that guy is just he's running all over the field. I like him a lot. I think he's like an undrafted rookie or something, isn't he? Yeah, nobody drafted him. So we picked him up like another good pickup. Yeah. So, I, I mean... I don't know. I'm just saying it's hard to watch because they keep losing like at the end. And it's just brutal. Well, it's we, again, we... like the refs fuck us everything. And you didn't, you probably didn't see it while you're there, but they called hands to the face oh, on us. And the guy hit him in the fucking chest hands to the face. Like what, what? the fuck? He you went just don't to, want he, the bears to win. Well, it's hard to see from where we're sitting. Like exactly. But he went down. So what happened? I thought he got yeah. hit in the throat. No, he took a dive like a fucking soccer player. Would. Oh, I thought he got, I, I for sure. It looked like I'm like, Oh, he must've got throated. That's why he's, and he, he got carted out. Like he, he hobbled off the field. No, he hit him like in the nipples. Oh. The guy's such a bitch. He just takes a dive, but it's just par for the course. It's fine. Yeah. We're not going to make the playoffs. We don't want to. We'll just take another draft pick, go through the season, be fucking really competitive, and uh, it'll all work out. I'm excited. Yeah. This is the first time in a long time that we've had a legit quarterback. So that's where it starts, and then you build around him and build the defense up. You got rid of all the old, expensive guys. Fire the kicker. I mean, that was the game right there. He makes the he makes that extra. Yeah, point. I don't know what happened with that. Did he <laughs> slip a couple times? Because he made the kicker made two mistakes. Because yeah. one of the kickoffs he kicked out of bounds, and then Lions started their drive on the 40, which was a problem. And then he mixed a fucking extra point. Would have been tied. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, the spilled bears. milk. Yes. They'll be great next year. How's that? <laughs> it's always next year, right? Well, Is that the see. Cleveland Indians? Yes. Speaking of spilled milk, can yes. we talk about UFC 281? Yeah, let's go. Which order do you, where do you want let's to go? Let's start with Top. the fucking main event. We have Adesanya and Alex Pereira. And I want to show the weigh-in first, because I thought... um. I've never seen this display before of Alex when he came out, like with the headdress and the painted face. Talk about intimidation, because now you have to face off against that guy. That's at the ceremonial weigh-in. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Buffer, I think, tore his vocal cords <laughs> announcing this fight, too, because he went so deep. Like, ah! like dude, just <laughs> chill out. You blow out. Your ACL and your vocal cords and your rectum, maybe your sphincter boner. Scrotum. They said Alex weighed two ten or two fifteen. Also, so that's uh, also part of the problem with this Adesanya. So, hmm. what, what's your thoughts on? You can go ahead and start. Uh, us off. Yeah, you know, I had this three three rounds to one going into the fifth round. I I think uh, Adesanya took the first. Um, he kind of he he did not take the second i think uh, um and then it seemed like Pereira kind of ran out of gas somewhere it was it in late third round round 4 he didn't throw anything yeah he was the, the fourth round he was doing nothing and you know it it just kind of Adesanya was relying a little bit more on grappling at points and kind of surprising me there but um you know that i looked at the store, scorecards and the judges agreed unanimously that it was a mm-hmm. uh, uh Adesanya was was up three rounds to one and and um I don't know I'm a little bit shocked in what happened and I want to get your take on the finish part because I think they should not have stopped it that soon I think it was early stoppage in my opinion he's the champ you gotta let him go and he protested immediately he was like hey hey, what this is my this is always (laughs) that debate of should you stop it or should you not I'm like he's going out period it's just a matter of you want to let him go if he dies he dies man i i mean i'm okay <laughs> he's a champ you gotta let him you gotta let him fight out of it i get it that's fine if you if we want to put a championship clause in and let the champs take a little extra fucking brain damage i'm okay no, with this. no tkos for the champ that's fine <laughs> okay then i i mean i was okay with the stoppage but if you want to say there's a championship clause where we don't tko the fucking champ okay but you gotta, you gotta KO him. Yeah. 
and looking back like the the it was just an awkward fight too because there was a lot of first round was like you throw one strike i throw one strike there were like no fucking combos thrown pretty much the whole fight until like that finishing sequence and i i was just irritated with alex a lot of the fight because he was fighting way too fucking defensive until i think it was like his corner between round four and five were like motherfucker you need to yeah. knock this guy out and Glover i think dana white straight. even said like they basically gave him the rocky speech and then he goes out there and fucking takes care of adesanya it was insane and um I'm I'm not surprised. I thought this was going to be the upset, and it fucking finally happened where Alex did it. win. But you did call it. You know, this is he's got three wins over Adesanya, so that was part of the thing that I didn't take too much into account. It was mentally he's already beat him twice before he even stepped in the fucking octagon, right? Right. So he's got a little mental edge, and then that fifth round was just it was insane, where he just is. I'm going to fucking finish you. And there's a huge tell for Alex, by the way. So the one, the one thing, and this is what I was talking pre-show of, you know, you watch fights for fucking, God damn, when did it start? 93. This is uh, like 28 years or something, 29 years of watching fucking UFC fights or MMA in general. It's a lot of time log. So he, when Alex comes at you with both of his fists clenched, He's on the aggressive because other times he's like this. I'm like, oh, he's got a huge tell of when he's going to come after you and when he's being defensive. So Mm -hmm. if you're a fighter fighting him, watch that. I'm like, that's wild. And Adesanya needs to stay off the fucking fence because every time he got to the fence, it was bad news. Real bad news. And the power difference was really noticeable, too. You know, yeah, and I think that's kind of similar to when Adesanya went up to fight. uh, Who was it? Jan? And got Huther. fucking handle. Huther. No, no. Uh, was his last name? Blagojevich. Oh, Bl- Blackovich. Oh, yeah, yep. Blackovich. Not Huther. Yep. Sorry, think of a different guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's the size is a problem because the power is way different. You're fighting this guy who could literally fight a light heavyweight, right? Well, it, it, yes. And here's, I think this is one of those occasions where you need to run this one back because Adesanya was winning and he was like on a 23 fight win streak or some shit. Uh, whatever. I don't, he's won a ton of fights. He's only lost like one or two fights. I mean, he's a champ. He was winning on the cards. Some bad shit happened in the last round. I, I think if you give, you know, you, you got to give him another shot at it. I, I think you run it right back. Just have Why? him fight again. I don't know. I say the other side because. I, I fucking hate it. Like I don't give a shit if he's winning three to one. It's the same thing with uh, Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards. Like fucking Usman's winning the whole fight. Leon fucking head kicks him and KOs him, and then we always have to do the immediate rag match. Like I don't give a shit. Like if that guy, if that guy beat the other guy, <laughs> tough titties, little brown kitty, go fuck off. Like you, you go to back in the line, work your way back up. Because it's it's a hundred percent unfair for the guy who just won the title. Now he has to do it again. And you want to make him four and zero against Adesanya? Fine. Because yes, is Adesanya winning that entire fight? Sure. But now uh, Alex has also got more info on how to fight Adesanya. And True. Adesanya also said, like he got calf kicked at some point. And Alex hit him in the perennial nerve and he wasn't able to move as effectively as he did earlier in a fight. So I don't remember what round that happened, but you remember he like got leg kicked. I think he might've even checked a kick, but he fell to the ground. Yeah. And like, yeah. So it's, I I think it's a head game thing too, because Adesanya should have won that legitimately, but I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of immediate rematches at all. So I just I think it's unfair to the guy who has recently won. And just because you're the champ doesn't mean you should get a fucking free rematch. Cause here here's the if we move on to the next fight, like are you gonna give Carla Esparza no the fucking immediate no. rematch? No, no, no. Because she she's been a double champ, like she was a champ twice. Didn't she earn the respect to get a fucking rematch if we're playing this game? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's let's talk about this Zhang Weili versus Carla Esparza. I, I want to ask, why are the fans not supportive of Carla Esparza? She got booed relentlessly at the weigh-ins, at the press conference. Anything she did, she got fucking booed. I don't know. Those New Yorkers like their Asians, apparently. I'm not sure. I mean, I was never a fan of hers. I, I got to say, no. like, we talked about this last last week. Well, like, she's wearing, just, like, the onesie pretty much again, where she's yeah able to wear a shirt to her waist, which I don't think should be legal. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, think about grappling. She's not as slippery. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can get behind that. And, and Whaley is just, I think, likable. She's tough. She's she's just, you know, up and coming kind of a, you know, like a name. And she's, I, I think I like her trajectory. And I think the fans are just like her. I think Carla's is sleepy. Like, I don't know. That's the only way I can describe no, it. To she's you. It, got that bullshit style of, yeah. like, I want to grapple you. And the only time she really got the takedowns was when, Lee was throwing kicks and she'd catch the kick and then get a takedown and then there'd be scrambles and Lee is the one who gets the crucifix and then a, a fucking rear naked choke. I will just say this, this outcome was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it was so shocking. We couldn't see this one coming yes. at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so no immediate rematch for Carla then. That's what you're trying to tell me. No, I think I'm good on that. I think so too. And then let's talk about the fight that should have been the main fucking event, uh, right? And, and it it was the fight of the night. I mean, yeah, come well, on. we all knew Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, right? They had a ridiculous first round. They were beating the shit out of oh, each other. I mean, awesome. Chandler was just pressing and pressing. He had Poirier in trouble at some points. There was a, a nice was like back and take- forth. Yeah. Oh yeah, takedowns. Um, I think the takedown near the end of the round where he had play a little rocked was a huge mistake because he decided to, uh, Chandler decided to go for that takedown instead of continuing to like fight him, light him up a little bit. Yeah. And I felt like that allowed Poye to recover. Um, and then he dropped, I think he drops Chandler near the end of the first round, you know, mm-hmm. like, and from there on out, like round two, I felt like both guys were like, yeah, we need to like hang out on the ground. We need to chill for a second. We went to yeah, Chandler <laughs> gets the takedown and he was <laughs> like, bleeding a lot. Cause I think was the elbow Boye elbow up elbow down. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I don't know, there was like a Baker's dozen of maybe semi illegal blows to the back of the head. Uh, Who's to say I did. Uh, Cause I, after the fight, I think Poyer was saying there was a shit ton of dirty shit that happened from fish hooks to spitting blood all over him when Chandler was on top to yeah. all the illegal blows. I, I didn't see any of that. So I don't know what he's talking about, but it did look like Dustin held the choke a little long because he's tapping and the ref's trying to pull and he's still holding on. But like, I'm good. I'm going to hang on to this for a second. <laughs> yeah but it was a good fight i mean i felt like poye looked solid he 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 proved i mean he's always been championship material he was in trouble a couple of times in that fight and he recovered so you know and it's durable as fuck yeah this is like where i said i think this is a coin flip and that's how this fight play kind of played out but dustin seems to find that extra gear of i'm not going to get finished and then he he out cardios the other guy because Chandler seemed gassed. I don't know. End of round one, he was gassed. He round two, I... he was fucking tired. So that's why he went with the takedown. And then round three, like he's got nothing on his shots. Nope. And I also noticed Poye, he, if you're fighting him, you need to double and triple up punches from the same side. So like throw two right hands, throw three right hands. Cause he's doing the same thing that Anderson Silva used to do where he's like in the routine of expecting left, right, left. So like the way he's ducking and dodging duck, dodge, dive, dive. something like that. You can <laughs> dodge a wrench. You can that's, dodge a ball. That's right. <laughs> so he's doing it all in that left, right, left, right combination, the same way Anderson Silva is doing but yeah. then when Anderson fought Chris Weidman, Weidman doubled up and that's when he fucking KO'd him because it didn't, it wasn't a very hard shot that hit him, but it was an unexpected shot from the same side because he doubled up. Like I forget, I think he threw a punch and then came back with a backhand on the, 
or he did something where it was two on the same side. So if you're fighting Poye, double and triple up, because that's where Chandler was having success the times he was doing that. Because when you go back into just left, right, left, right, he's just doing all that bullshit. So, I mean, mm. a, a fucking great fight. And and these are the kind of fighters that I love. So it's the Chandler, the Gaethje. I guess I have to put Poye in that category as much as I don't like him as a yeah. person. But... I can respect him and his fighting. How's that? Yeah, I've always been a fan. I like him. So um, good on him. He deserves a little win. Yeah, and know. I'm trying to think uh, who, who's next. I think Chandler was getting called out by Eddie Alvarez because Eddie is a free agent right now. So he's potentially want to come back, but it doesn't sound like Dana White has – any interest in resigning him because he makes too much money. He's too old and makes too much money. And he's just wants young guys that don't make any money because mm-hmm. he's just looking at bottom line now, not like, Oh, this would be a fucking awesome fight again. I think the third time. So what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I would love to see Poye Diaz, but you know, that isn't going to happen. So no. Um, and I he, forgot who Poye was talking about wanting to fight. I thought it was the winner of Volkanovski and Makachev. No, no, no. He's talking. Uh, was it Dariush? Dariush, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Benil Dariush. That makes sense. I like that. I like that's a good sure. matchup. Yeah, it's solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the Frankie Edgar or just walk away? I mean, <laughs> just walk away. I'm just, I'm just sad. It's, it's just like, ugh. It's hard to watch. I, I, some, you know, I, it's just, it's hard to watch that he took a nasty knee, flying knee to the face, dome to the chin or whatever, and, yeah. and got starched. It's just hard because you know that in some respects, that's doing some sort of permanent damage, that kind of stuff. That, that can't be good for him. So, well, it's a typical he, way they want to send out, you know, legends of the sport, right? And and he used to be so durable, and I think Father Time has kept caught up to him. And too many too many wars, you know. It's just not. I would love to see Frankie like coach or something, and just you know hang up the fighting part because I I just don't think his body can handle that anymore. As as much as of a warrior, he's too tough for his own good. Like he'll keep fighting, but it is just not good for him. I don't think. No, I mean so. he he physically looked old. Like when I looked at his face, I'm like Jesus, are you fifty? You look fifty now. Yeah, it's it's uh, and I think he's got he probably has the most time spent fighting in the octagon because I, I think someone put a stat out like if you add it up all the time, he's fought like eight days. <laughs> it, maybe it's not that long, but it's a long fucking time, whatever the amount is. He's got to be the person with the most amount of time in the octagon in actual fights because a lot of his fights went decision and he was a champion so champion title fights 25 25 25 it it fucking adds up so uh not the way you want to see guys go out but that's typically what's been happening because they want to give you unfavorable matchups right they do as a legend in the sport Mm -hmm. so speaking i don't know if you have any other fights you wanted to talk about on the card uh just more like some backstage news did you see the sure. scuffle with diaz and dylan danis did you see that yeah uh do, can we show that i don't even know Probably um don't. if it's a cell phone footage yeah i think you can it's a well it's a youtube video maybe i just won't talk anyways you google it they 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 got it apparently this is diaz's new like marketing plan he's he's going to slap getting, everybody he's getting into shit with people wherever he's he goes thrown out <laughs> so i'm not sure how that works but good on him for staying relevant unlike conor mcgregor but yeah. uh uh no do you want to talk about our sponsor yeah good uh let's talk about a little manscaped we have a lot to be thankful this for this holiday season yep. And I'll, we will be giving thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have blessed you with the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner topic. Tell your in-laws about your new... You should trim the turkey with this fucking thing. That's what I'm saying. Tell your in-laws about your new cutting-edge ball trimmer and gift yourself or the man in your life the ultimate men's 
preferably without using it first. Ultimate men's hygiene bottle. <laughs> no, use it first. <laughs> shave your balls and then shave like that fucking at, turkey. At the table and then trim the turkey. Yeah. That's trim right. your pump, trim your pumpkins by going to manscaped.com slash MMA nuts for free shipping and 20% off. That's right. Think your holiday spread is good. It's time to give thanks to the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to all their advanced technology, Ingo. That's right. And just remember, you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls and your turkey will thank you. That's right. You talking turkey? I think I am. Speaking <laughs> of talking turkey, let's talk about uh, sponsor Baluchu. The nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Baluchu. Guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedrooms. Especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. That's right. It's time to get off the couch and back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to bluechew.com. It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and a fraction of the cost. The best part, say this every time, I'm just telling you, it's the best part. It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. If you go back a few episodes, Matt has showed us it's a nice black package that shows up. You don't even know what's in it. Oh, it's even, it looks like cardboard, but then there's black in it. Oh, sorry. Cardboard on the outside, black on the inside. Oh, you have it. Perfect. Yes. So no one will ever know. And you'll never have to go to the store ever That's again. That's right. It's perfect. It looks like this. And then you'll look like this. <laughs> Whoa. That's aggressive. Solid. You're going to make, you can fucking do some damage. Like it's too aggressive, Matt. <laughs> no, no, like if you had to tear up a road, you could probably tear up a road. That's what I'm saying. You can pile drive that shit with your dick. So uh if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform chew it and do it have better sex we've got a special deal for our listeners you can try blue chew free when you use our promo code mma nuts at checkout just pay five dollars shipping that's bluechew.com code mma nuts to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew for sponsoring the podcast Yes, thank you, Blue True. Uh, that's right. Back to the show. Um, in some good news, Kane Velasquez yes. granted bail uh, in his attempted murder case. He's been in jail for some time, and uh, just a couple days ago, they allowed him to come out of jail. And Dana White is happy about this. Everyone's very happy, saying that finally justice may be served. Let this man free, Matt. Let this man free. Fuck that shit, man. He should be in jail. He should not be out at all. You know, he like shot that? the wrong fucking person. <laughs> this Oops. is a problem. You can't just go on a, hey, there's like a family of three in that car. One of the guys is who I want to kill. And then like, if I can run him off the road and then just start shooting randomly into the car and shoot the wrong fucking person. Yeah, he shot bad. the right guy. He should be out. He should be okay. You shot the wrong guy, so you're fucked. I'm sorry. Too bad. Mm. So sad. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a lose lose. So I, I will submit to that. But uh, I think he needs to be in prison. It's not a good situation. No, no. Speaking of good situations, uh, UFC this weekend. I'm getting right out of that before I get lynched. Uh, we have Derek Lewis, Spivats. Yes, Sergey. I don't know anything about that guy. Let me look that up. Is he straight out of Moldova. Whoa. Moldova? Where the hell is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> over there. <laughs> Somewhere east of us. It's over there, and we're over here. Okay, hold on. Somewhere else. All right, I'll, I'll go back to this screen, and then we'll, I'll share back once you Apparently, he's out. one of few things. He's been in the UFC since uh, 2019. He's had a... Uh, two three like 10 fights a lot yeah. of undercard action yes he did fight greg hardy though at 272 and not move a lot of knockouts here we go seven knockouts and six submissions in 18 fights so this this is perfect this super is excited then I, I two heavyweights two heavyweights standing bang and bang yeah that's right 
They got like 30 knockouts between the two of them. So someone's this... going down or it's going to go to a decision, <laughs> a brutal fucking boring ass fight. That's and then we go typical non-ranked fighters for, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a number eight. Mm-hmm. Miles and, Johnson. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, what about this Teresa Blada? Did they like forget to colorize her or what? Is she actually that white? <laughs> she might be. <laughs> she looks dead. That's okay. We let zombies fight now. Uh, in the okay. UFC is, that's what it's all about. As long as your body can move, we don't care if you have a heartbeat or not. How's that? As long as you finish fights. That's what it's all about. Kenny Florian. Where you at? I'm battle botting right now, motherfucker. It's all about. Oh, Kenny Florian is. Yeah. Yes. Well, he does. What else is happening? Well, as I said earlier, alluded to, we uh, officially over the last week, they they finalized this Makachev versus Volkanovski title fight for UFC 284, which is happening in February 11th at mm-hmm. the uh, RAC Arena in Perth. We got Yair Rodriguez on that card, Robert Whitaker. I mean, we knew that was the case. Paulo Costa. Well, so, there's, a co- there's a couple of problems. So how the fuck does that fight make any sense? So... Islam just wins the title at 155, and now you have to fight the 145-pound champion. Mm-hmm. He wants to become the champ champ. But how is that fair to the guy at 155? Like, he just won. He's new. You shouldn't so we... just be able to fucking step up and challenge him. Like, fuck off. Let me get a few <laughs> title defenses <laughs> under my belt. Why do I have to fight the best of the best at the 145. I mean, he does have the advantage that he's bigger, but it's still kind of bullshit to me. And then the second bullshit thing is, so you have uh, Yara Rodriguez is on that car and he's fighting Josh Emmett and they're both fighting for the interim featherweight championship. So why the fuck are we having an interim championship on Uh, there? Because... Volkanovski is the fucking isn't he the guy like what's going on here I don't know what's happening but I, I mean this either. is in, this is in February so you know things could change by then we still got some months so who knows but these Australians they do weird stuff that's all I can say um and it's still on according to this at like nine o'clock central time which I'm wondering what the fucking time of day is it on in Australia in that case yeah, so I'm not sure but so Volkanovski, he's going to be on the main event and then someone's going to fight for his belt on the co-main event. So he's going to be double champ, but not double champ. Like, I don't get it. Maybe he'll fight twice. Defend Maybe he should. Again. Let's do multiple fights in a night. I don't know. Seems special. R-worded. Mm-hmm. You see, Justin Gaethje said that he was in a bike accident 18 days before his title shot against Charles Oliveira. Said he smashed his head on the pavement and he had vision issues. A little bit of road rash. Sounds par for the course for him, though. Like a motorcycle or bicycle? I, I couldn't determine that. I'd like mm-hmm. to think a motorcycle. That sounds tougher versus a tricycle. He's riding his, <laughs> his like a little kid's bike. Kid's bike around, yeah. Got my green machine or tool around the neighborhood and uh-huh. I took a nasty spill. That I happens. fell a foot and a half to the concrete. And then you see Joanna and Jay check said she's thinking about coming out of retirement for one last fight. What do you think about that? Against Whaley Zhang? Fight? Yeah. Um, she could. That's a hell of a fight after you've been off. That's too much, but I don't hate it. I just uh, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> so. We never are, right? You're you're never retired. Yeah, everyone's still got that juice, and it's a lot of money you can make, right? You're gonna come back yeah. for one fight. Uh, yeah, I mean Zhang would be a good one. I just don't know if they does that make sense, like to give her that shot. I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's a tough sell. Uh, I don't, yeah, I just don't know. Because I don't want her to fight Rose. I'm just trying to... How about Carla Esparza? Uh, yeah, well, they did that already, though. 
fucking do her dirty again <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well she's for Carla coming off first a loss time. she's coming back out of retirement come on you got a chance now you might actually have a chance to beat her but probably not no i'm not seeing it Mm-mm. what else is going on well dana white announces uh this new thing that's going to air on tbs called the power slap league did you hear about this um so oh. apparently this is like a thing that's uh, nevada has approved the uh, nevada mm-hmm. athletic commission um and dana's not going to do anything like as far as like being involved with the day-to-day but they're, he's saying there's similar medical tests and drug testing as as the ufc boo <laughs> i agree and and here are the rules i found um, oh, okay i like rules i found the rules here you go so uh it's a comprised of the best strikers and defenders in the world. Organization should always be referred to primarily as power slap. Trademark. That Dana White power slap. Yes. So weight classes consistent with MMA. So they actually have weight classes, which is interesting. And they have three to five rounds, which I'm not sure how that's going to work. Championship uh, or not. Um, and their coin toss is going to determine... Who slaps, who, who slaps first who defends first you know so i'm gonna defer and take that slap first i would say yes but i like the idea of weight classes because what all the videos i've seen that seems like that's not a thing <laughs> so it's total like 150 pound mismatch like that yeah. and i hope they have a super heavyweight because those big motherfuckers are the guys that are just say 265 plus Yes. Like let let's create some fun weight classes and the ladies fight naked. Okay. That's how I see it. And I'm just wondering, has Nate Diaz just been auditioning for this the whole time? Is that why he's out there slapping fools left and right so he can go here? Is this the league he's been talking about that he wants to dominate the slap Perhaps. fight? Perhaps. He's got a hell of a slap. I haven't. He didn't KO Dana when he slapped him that one time though. Nope. I think I can post that. Hopefully I'll find that and post it. But I don't, I, he probably pulled back a little. I don't think Dana or Nate's going to go 100% on that slap. So uh, I saw someone's looking a little juicy out there, Ingo. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, is that a real? I keep wondering if these are real photos of him. Well, I he's like I, shaved, but he's got juice jaw. I feel like they're doctored up, but maybe not. Well, he's got the juice shot for sure. So 100% why he's not in the testing regimen right now. Because mm-hmm. I, I think Dana was saying he's supposed to fight next year and John Jones is definitely going to fight next year. It sounds like Dana has no idea what the fuck's happening with Stipe. So it's probably going to be John Jones versus Francis Ngannou right for the fucking title. Mm-hmm. And I think i favor john just because of of i it doesn't nganu have an knee injury that he's coming back from i believe that's correct and john's gonna fucking oblique kick that fucking leg for sure yikes so i like john in that i don't know about you i'm gonna go with john Mm -hmm. (laughs) big fan uh what else seven years ago to today which the show comes about tomorrow so it's actually seven years ago yesterday was when holly Holm head kicked ronda rousey into oblivion to take her title away nice does that seem like seven years ago no it does not was that was that when we watched on my driveway is that the one no that was too it was too cold then that was a summer one yeah i don't remember it's all blur. We've been watching a lot of fights. <laughs> uh, what else is happening out there? Well, it, I, I have to. I have to bring this up. It's a sad. Bit of, it's a sad. But you, I know you're waiting because you knew I'd bring it up. Well, so. it's next on my list, but I was going to skip it because I uh, figure you'll bring it up. Yeah, Rumble Johnson um, succumbed to his illness so a couple days ago um, when the show releases. Apparently he had hot non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's been battling for a couple of years. And unfortunately, um, that battle came to an end. Um, guy's been 
part of a lot of entertaining fights in his in his life and and i think he had a somewhat storied career that spanned many weight classes and influenced lots yeah, of people from at, like welterweight all the way up to heavyweight like yeah. him versus andre olovsky you know yeah so it just sucks because i think he was what 38 so 38 it's young guy you know it's crazy yeah. to think about that that could happen you know so yeah it said he had organ failure because he had that whatever that thing is it's a rare disorder of the immune system so mm-hmm. yeah it's fucked up yeah and and i wonder i you know the first thought i had when i read this other than like wow that's sad is like i wonder if some of this could could have been activated by like all the weight cutting the dramatic like and i don't know you know i'm not a doctor hard to I, say, I don't know hard to say but you know it's just like it's hard for me to picture like someone who was like this athletic specimen you know have this happen to them like this it's yeah sh- and then shocking it seemed it went pretty quick too because yeah i don't know he looked pretty jacked four months ago maybe i don't know how long ago and then all of a sudden it's like shit's pretty dire send prayers and then he's gone like that's fucked up because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was from what everyone was saying a super nice guy and i don't know it's tough we're gonna move right tough. along yep get us I'm out gonna, of that. i'm gonna give you the fight circus is where you have all these freak show fights so i want to their ring announcer did kind of like the Dana White speech to the fighters pre-fight. So I'm going to play this and hopefully it'll be all right. Gordon, baby Jesus. My Sharon sound here. Uh, bless this show. This show has had so many fuck-ups already. I can't believe it. Gordon, baby Jesus, baby Buddha, baby Allen, please make sure that none of my fighters today in this fucking ring get too badly injured. You can break an orbital, you can break a nose, break a finger, I don't give a fuck. But do not have any of my fighters get too badly injured. And Lord and baby Jesus, <laughs> please make sure that one of my fighters goes in the ring tonight and steps on the other fucking opponent's throat and crushes his goddamn larynx because <laughs> that's what it takes to be a fucking winner. And Fight Circus doesn't have any goddamn losers. There are no fucking losers in this dojo. There are only winners. And you're not going to go home and fuck the ring rule tonight unless you become a goddamn champion. So everybody, do the fucking best that you can do. This is Fight Circus filled with goddamn champions and fucking winners. Let's goddamn do this. Tommy Hayden, you're in control. You, Dan Kirk, get into the red corner. Kilkin, get into the blue corner. This is Pancrease in a motherfucking living room. Fight circus four. Let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how we start this party. <laughs> I'm, I feel traumatized. Just wait. Just, just wait. Because then uh, that guy who just did the announcing gets into a two and one fight. Oh, he's a fighter too? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are like midgets. I know. So you get a little taste. You get a little taste of the action. What happened to the couch? Where'd that go? I don't know. But they have like, I don't remember what the whole scenario, but the, these guys are notorious for like two versus one, three versus one. I think they've done man versus woman. Well, I think all this stuff is available on Fight TV for free. I haven't watched the event. I watched one of them before. I'm like, holy shit is this legal can you do this because i don't know what country i think this is all underground it might be in the uh, deep south somewhere (laughs) but who knows a little ko of the week sure i don't know what event this is because i always wonder like what are the skill sets what are we seeing here Uh, i'm not quite sure cody rice oh damn GMA guys come out kicking. It looks like they've been working. Oh, that was to the back of the head. Feet right Uh-oh. here. Out Cody on his feet. You're not going to stop it? <laughs> well, no. And, <laughs> and, and thanks for playing. Wow. That was that last, that second to last shot was to the back of the head. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it. Oh, it looked legal. Oh don't, don't Michael Chandler, that guy. That rep sucks. <laughs> the guest. What else is happening? 
Uh, no other news. I have a little knowledge. I don't know. Okay. If, if Let's do ready. a little uh, tweet of the week. I think I got a couple here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Baby Jesus. Yeah, something. Uh, Super 70 Sports. He looks like the last popsicle in the freezer and go. What you gotta, you gotta, you can't let it go. You can't be George the Animal Steel. You gotta shave your shit. That's why Manscapes here. That's aggressive. (laughs) It's super aggressive. I don't even like that. And then uh, the other one is this guy. It says Colby (laughs) is a man of culture. Someone's getting their oil checked. Apparently, that's funny. And then ask the nuts. uh, I'm gonna share this. Uh, I'll read this off. So said Rose Namajunas finished processing her terrible title loss to Carla Sparza. Here's what she had to say. She said, I got what I needed out of that fight. I know for the fans it was terrible, but I realized being a mixed martial artist, I'm an artist. You don't always have Mona Lisa's. Sometimes you just have splotches and abstract art pieces. As much as it might have sucked for the fans, for myself, I got the bare minimum I needed from whatever personal things I was looking for. What the fuck is she talking about? I don't know. Just some weird next level matrix shit. (laughs) Some weird way to justify losing. I'm not sure. I got what I needed, which is, I don't know what. A loss on your record? A a loss of the title? Because you just say, I had a shitty game plan. I lost a fight. I'm going to come back better with a better game plan next time. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Weird. And then I don't know if this was asked the nuts. I think so. Here's a little hockey one. I'm turn the sound off. So this question is, how does a guy skate on the board? So keep your eyes in this area and just watch right about there. Did you see <laughs> phantom guy in black just come out? What the hell? That's the digital boards for you. Oh, God. They're making guys disappear. It's fucking hockey is so unwatchable this year because of the digital ads. Because that shit happens all the time. Once the guys get close to the boards and if they're wearing white. And that guy's wearing black. And he just fucking disappeared. And the NHL thinks it's totally good. And fuck you as a fan because mm-hmm. we need money. I would rather pay to have that go away. Yeah. So I, I they got to fix that shit. It's, it's, I've been fast forwarding through all the fucking hockey games now because of that, just to see goals, fights, or like scrums. It's fucking unwatchable. So we yeah, got for knowledge. Uh, I wanted to share this uh, new show I discovered through a friend. It's called um, Welcome to Wrexham. Um, to Rexham, Rexham, yeah. Oh. So apparently, I don't know if. You oh mean, yeah, I think I caught a clip of this. I didn't Ryan, know those Ryan, two were owners. Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney. Yeah. Um, apparently, what they went and did is they uh, they maybe watched too much Ted Lasso, and they decided that they were going to go buy some whale like uh, football soccer team, and uh, during the pandemic. And I don't know. Do you know how Premier like British soccer works? Like, so it's, no, I, I don't I, follow I, any of I, it. I, so we do it completely backwards here that, than they do. So there's like a pyramid scheme and the and the, the Premier League, which is the cream of the crop, the, mm-hmm. the you know, like the Manchester United's and those big teams, I'm sure you've heard, you know, before Liverpool, they're at the top. And every year the bottom team gets demoted to the next league down if they okay. lose too much. And then the top team from that that league goes up. Right. Apparently what happened to Wrexham, they slid all the way down to the bottom, which is they're just a hair above like basically like rec league, but they still have a stadium and all that. And these guys went and bought this team and I haven't seen all the episodes. I saw like two and it's entertaining because Ryan, if you like Ryan Reynolds, it's mm-hmm. him. like he's funny, he's affable, whatever. But it's cool because they're like actually trying to get this team back up, you know, the ranks and um, you know, the, the, there's a lot of challenges because the, I think people didn't take him seriously in the beginning and, and it's just kind of like, so it's, it's a fun show. If you, if you like Ted Lasso, you'll love this, but if you've never seen that show, I think it's, it's, it's just cool to watch. And I think it's an easy kind of something to throw on and check out. It's on Hulu, you know, through FX. So I highly recommend it. It's a fun little sports 
they're making a documentary while they're doing it which is basically kind of like kind of like what we do in the shadows like yeah, a documentary. <laughs> sort of not quite as not less blood but yeah but but similar yes. scenario and I, I, watched, saw... I watched that again by the way recently i was like i don't know why i thought that was funny the first time i i have an idea why i might have thought it was funny the first well, time <laughs> and then they have they, they did a, a tv series on that and i forgot where it's at because i wanted to watch that because it's follow it's the same fucking thing oh but anyway that. and then speaking of ryan reynolds he's the Ottawa senator senators, who's an NHL team, they're actually for sale, and he's potentially going to be in a group that buys the Ottawa Senators. Also, huh? He's really into sports, I guess. Yeah, huh? I'm like, well, he must have made a fuck ton of money if he's able to buy all this shit. Or he's a, a lot of people. I I think he said he wants to buy the Ottawa Senators, but he has to find someone who's got deep enough pockets to partner up with him. Uh, so maybe that's how he's doing it. And then he's just kind of like the face and then someone else is the bank. So that makes sense. We got a couple of canologists and hopefully these don't get us banned from YouTube. Uh, this is t-shirts that go hard, you know, under communism, I'd be starving too much <laughs> to have uh, tits this big. And go. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it is about the t-shirts. There's something about these. Is that a Christmas gift for the, for, uh, for the old lady? It's like, yeah, I have NFTs. Nice fucking tits. I like that. Sweet. I should just be buying these. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll close it out. I saw there's a new product on the market. I don't know if you've seen these. Apparently, there are pussy-flavored potato chips right now. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure I would enjoy that. I'd have to no, they that. probably taste like barbecue, because I've eaten barbecue chips before. I'm like, hmm. That tastes familiar. The vinegary, barbecue y, irony. Tastes like a penny. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't Drinking know. my red drink over here. Like, whoa. Okay. And on that note, shut it down. It's one of those moments you're looking for emotional yeah. support and you got none. You're like, I'm like, everyone's <laughs> like, ooh, too far. Over the line. <laughs> Over the line. <laughs> uh, That's right. Mark that right. as zero. <laughs> yes. Well, that has been another edition of MMA Notes. My name's Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith, thanks for playing. 